0: Welcome into the Peyton Chapnay shows, episode two, presented by The Rogue. I'm Neil McCready. That's Peyton Chatney. You probably recognize him by now. We're going to get to uh, a number of things. We're taping on, I always believe in timestamping these things, Peyton. Ever since COVID happened, I timestamp stuff because <laughs> the world changes so fast. We're taping this on Tuesday night. Ole Miss, Arkansas State got, uh, I guess, rain out today. They'll play on Wednesday. It's about the time you see this or hear this. That game will probably already be played, so you're going to say, why didn't you talk about Arkansas State? Because neither one of us have a, like a time portal, and it's kind of impossible to go into the details of a game that hasn't been played yet, even though by the time you hear this show, it will have been played. So, uh, yeah, so we'll tell you first about the Rogue 4450, I-55 North, and Jackson. They uh, sponsor this show. They make this show happen. We certainly appreciate them. Check them out, all the best items, Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, True Grit, Halsey, Duckhead, lots of other brands. they got a great collegiate collection for the old Miss fan in your life. Got Mississippi State stuff, LSU, Auburn, Alabama, whatever. They've got that stuff too. So check them out, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Peyton, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Good. Appreciate Hello, you. Man. Uh uh, kind of accommodating your schedule we probably were shooting to do this on Wednesday but now as we mentioned Peyton will have a game so we're moving this around Ole Miss uh, sweeps Charleston Southern over the weekend got uh, Virginia Commonwealth coming in this weekend so we'll get to all that stuff first just what was it like just to kind of get that first weekend under your belt I mean I know it wasn't your first time you weren't your first rodeo and all that stuff but still opening day's is a big deal you guys had huge crowds and uh, all that stuff so was it kind of good just to get that done
1: um no doubt first game jitters no matter what like it's my third time doing this and it it's the same feeling it's it's um it's crazy and it was actually a way better turnout fan-wise than I thought there was going to be especially on Friday it was a little bit colder um kind of like we talked about last week but uh yeah man it was awesome there was there was a ton even in right field there was a lot of guys there early on uh Friday I was, wow, I was impressed it was awesome
0: yeah 11 and a half thousand people on a February college baseball game that that speaks volumes for a fan base. It speaks volumes for a program for you guys. I mean, that's the Charleston Southern guys had to be looking around, going, "No way!"
1: <laughs> yeah, they probably were. I'm sure it was a bit of a shock to them, but it's awesome. I love it. I'm sure uh, the MLB lockout kind of maybe people are just missing baseball and you know wanting to get back into it. So,
0: do you follow that at all? Is that something you keep an eye on? What's going on with MLB? Uh-huh.
1: Not really. I mean, I, I hear about it, but I'm not. I'm not out there searching for it. I mean, uh, I think it's cool. I think it just means we're going to get more coverage, which is awesome for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. People are people are hungry for baseball, and you guys are playing it, so they yeah. they're watching you. Um. So you 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 beat a Charleston Southern team that I don't want to be disrespectful towards them, and I know you don't either. But they won't be the best team you play this season. That's that's an, probably a, a safe understatement. What do you What do you get out of a weekend like that when it's pretty obvious you're playing a team that? Uh, you know, if you guys played a hundred times, you'd you'd win close to a hundred of those games. What what can you still take out of a a weekend like that?
1: I mean, I think we got out a lot of uh, the stuff we needed. We you know we needed our arms to throw. We needed to see some guys um, throw some innings and, and and actually pitch in a real game scenario and everything like that. And uh, um, our hitters got to see light abies and it was good. I mean, they played well and obviously you know, uh, yeah, we were expected to win, but it's But again, it's baseball and anything can happen, but they're a good team. And and it was good just to see uh, a lot of the young guys, you know, get to step in and play and and, uh, have a good time.
0: I don't know how much scoreboard watching you do ever. Certainly probably this time of the year, you're not doing a whole lot of scoreboard watching, but you probably saw Mississippi state lost on Friday, Arkansas lost on Friday. There were some other teams around the league that uh, I think Florida lost a couple of games. Is that kind of a reminder as you get up on Saturday and Sunday to go to the ballpark that, Hey, it is baseball and you can lose these games. And, yeah, and, you know yeah. these are games that can get away from you. Obviously, Arkansas is better than Illinois State. You know, Mississippi yeah. State just won a national championship. They're not. They didn't yeah. forget how to play baseball. You can yeah. lose games in, in to, to to lesser teams if you're not ready to go.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And and uh, I think that's just what's crazy about baseball. We play so many games. Like we're going to look back at this weekend three months from now, and it whatever state did uh, is it's not going to matter. Like it's really not going to be that big of a difference the biggest thing is just being able to play and get ab's get innings in and uh, everything so so you are ready for SEC play playing stuff
0: so. so i know you're hitting 250 so far it's too early to even look at batting averages and stuff you hit first on uh on you let off on friday you let off on sunday you hit fifth on yeah. saturday which a lot of leadoff guys don't usually ever hit in the middle of the lineup i know that it's early and Mike Bianco is still kind of experimenting with lineups and stuff, and you're probably going to lead off more often than not, but is there a different approach for you when you're hitting fifth, as opposed to when you're leading off?
1: Um, A little bit. I think what is unique to me about being a leadoff guy is uh, I'm not necessarily the bunt, you know, uh, see a lot of pitches, try to draw a walk, you know, foul off everything type of guy. Like, um, if it's 2-0 and there's a fastball and it's up and in, I'm, I'm taking a, a big hack at it. Sometimes it plays, you know, into my game and sometimes it hurts me. But um, so it's kind of a little bit different in that way to where, like, I think a lot of leadoffs, you know, it's about on-base percentage and, and seeing pitches and everything like that, which I still try to do, but not as much. But then really once you get into, uh, you know, once, you, once I start batting fifth, then, yeah, you can really kind of uh, take away from from the approach of having to see a lot of pitches. So I think there is a little bit of a difference, especially early on in the game. But, um, for the most part I try to stay within myself and stay with the same approach.
0: Obviously last season, the Tim Elko ACL injury and he came back from it and was able to do some really cool stuff, but he wasn't moving well at all at the end of last season. I think even Tim would obviously admit that he looked to be (laughs) moving a lot better. Uh, We'll talk about the bombs in a minute, but you you're over there next to him on the field. Uh, does he look like he's back to his pre-injury self in terms of his, his movement and his athleticism?
1: Yeah, I do think so. And I think if you were to ask him, he would um, say the same thing where uh, I want to say he's probably 95% back. Like, um, and maybe that other 5% is a little bit more mental. You know, he, he's still wearing a brace, which doctor orders, he's still supposed to wear it and everything like that. But he'll even say um, without it, it's just like comfortability thing. Now he's had it for so long. <laughs> he's been wearing the brace and everything like that, where it's just like uh, he almost feels naked without it, you know? Um, but he is. He's moving around great. And, yeah, the bat's working out great for him. Um, he's an amazing player. Yeah, he had that dive and play. Uh, he's moving around great. He's awesome. Yeah.
0: He's already hit a couple of bombs. How many home runs can he hit this year? Is there, in, in your mind, is it kind of an um, over-under number for him that, that you would you, – if I told you 23-and-a-half was the over-under?
1: I think he could hit it. I think he could hit it easily, you know? Uh, it's, it's unbelievable – the amount of power he has, but mainly the power uh, to the opposite side of the field. Like, to me, his home runs that are really impressive are the low-and-away pitches that he can just flick out, like literally just put the bat on the ball, and it just goes. I mean, it's he's a special player. Yeah.
0: What's your highest exit below ever, Peyton?
1: Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know what it is, but I'll tell you now it's not whatever Kemp's hitting, okay? Okay. <laughs> I can promise you that um, <laughs> I maybe I've maybe touched a hundred once or twice like um yeah I, I already know where we're going with this yeah, so you know,
0: know where I'm setting you up for. um so he hits one one is like one fourteen or one sixteen I don't know some ungodly number yeah, that that yeah. only some of the really good only the really powerful guys in the bigs hit like i I saw Kyle schwarber hit one last year I think while he was still with the nationals that was like one eighteen point five or something off the bat and, I, I, I don't I just can't even fathom that what when you're down on the field and you see someone or in this case probably hear someone yeah. hit one 114 or whatever off the bat, what does it look or sound like from your perspective?
1: It's crazy because like I try to tell people like it is just if I was a fan, I would come two hours early to this game specifically to watch Kent Alderman hit BP like it is unreal how far he can hit the ball and how hard he hits it. Um, so it's nothing new to us, but, like, it still is just amazing every time it happens. Um, I, I I would absolutely hate to be that pitcher, just the thought in the back of my head, knowing, like, <laughs> if a line drive comes right back at me, like, I'll actually probably die. Like, I would – you know what I mean? Like Yeah, because you,
0: you can't it's, react because there's
1: not exactly, enough time. There's no way. I don't care how fast you are. It was 117 or 116, whatever it was, coming at you, that sure. you got no shot moving out of the way. Um, I always joke about if I had – just half the power of him, I, I would. I would be a happy man. Yeah,
0: just to have it one day, wouldn't that be fun? Seriously, just have, like, just what's it like? I want to
1: know what it's like to be able to hit the ball in the parking lot and left field. Like, I want to know. You know, I'm I'm lucky if I can get it out of the bullpen.
0: <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm lucky if I can get it out of the infield at this point in my life.
1: <laughs> I watched
0: uh, I watched Nolan Arenado take BP one time at Wrigley Field, yeah. and it remains to this day one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. I mean the the majestic. But it wasn't really how far the ball went. Yeah. It was how how fast the ball got into mm-hmm. the left field bleachers, like just rattled around. And you'd see the idiots out there trying to catch it. And you're like, no, dude. No, yeah. Get no. out of the way of that thing. Get out of the way. That thing is a missile, my man.
1: Yeah. That was incredible. That's one thing we always uh, that's one thing we always joke about. Um is I swear to you, like whenever we're out on the field and there's a foul ball, I promise you the fans for some reason seem to run towards the ball instead of away from it. Like Obviously, they're trying to actually run away from it but every time it looks like they just end up running into the ball it's so funny but
0: <laughs> yeah that was a shot I'm mean, that's that's a uh, that's that's power you can't coach I mean that's, yeah, he's, that's so you and who's a guy that you talked about last week so I'll, I'll kind of yeah. piggyback on that uh what you guys threw some young guys I know again you know you're winning these games handily you did the 10 run rule both the uh, Saturday and Sunday games you know, from your perspective, some of the, the, the young guys that came into pitch who impressed you, who sort of caught your eye a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, yesterday people are going to really start to know who camp Alderman is. I I, I think he's going to have a huge part in our, um our lineup this year. He's just a beast as human in general, but um, yeah, some of the younger guys, it was, it was good to see Hunter Elliott and uh, Riley Maddox, you know, get it, get some innings in and uh, they did exactly what I thought they were going to do. I mean, they, they went up there with a lot of confidence and I think that's the thing that separates them from a lot of the younger guys it's just um the confidence and, and the, the swagger that they kind of carry around themselves when when pitching and everything um but it was also good to see the, the transfers do exactly what um we thought they would do honestly I thought they were gonna be great and, and uh, that's what ended up in there um John pitched really well and, and Jack pitched really well and um, it's kind of what I said last weekend as well. I think people are underestimating our pitching a little bit. Like, I think we have a lot more depth than, than um, a lot of people think. But it was cool to see. Even some of the guys that got A-Bs late Sunday, it was just awesome to see them um, get some ABs in. So you guys
0: are going into a stretch now. Like I mentioned at the top, you're playing on Wednesday. Then you've got the, the three weekend games. The weather looks good for the weekend. Uh, then you've got uh, two games, first part of next week, Tuesday and Wednesday, Getting up, just kind of going to the ballpark every day for a while to play games, not just practice, is that I mean, obviously something you get excited about? Is that kind of help you sort of get into your routines in terms of your your hitting and, and that kind of thing Let you start getting into a flow? Is I know because SEC uh, play is still a little ways away, but it's going to be here before you know it.
1: Yeah, I think, I think no doubt just kind of, like I said earlier, just the amount of games we get to play is going to get us uh, prepared to play SEC play and everything like that. Um, But I'm the type of guy that, like, if we got a game at 4 o'clock, I want to get there no later than than 11 or 10 o'clock. Like, I love to be there super early and have no responsibilities because I just feel like Coach B does a really good job of – we have a set plan uh, on game days. We have, you know, a meal at this time. We have a meeting at this time, stretch, blah, 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 blah. go down the list. But I want to be able to, before that, just kind of chill and and relax and go hit if I need to or whatever it may be um, before it's time to go because as soon as, like, it comes around to – meal time whatever it is we always see four hours before the game and right after that it's just boom 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 we have stuff um but it is good to just get in that routine of of playing and being at the field
0: we're getting closer to kind of the anniversary of of the two-year anniversary of things getting shut down i was curious and i asked you about this a minute ago it was your first year i think uh 2020 uh you guys were off to such a great start and you played in monroe against ulm um which by the way, just as an aside, is an incredible academic institution. And I just want to point that out. Uh, you guys were playing <laughs> against, uh, against ULM and your season got shut down on your way home. Uh, and the, it didn't, not that moment, but the first, first warning shots of yeah. "Oh God, this is bad was, was that yeah. night. Seeing those uniforms playing against them next week, is that going to trigger any memories for you or have you been able to um, successfully sort of? I sure hope
1: track? not. You know, I, uh, we always joke about it, like if, if the world shuts down. So, before COVID hit, we had this uh, game plan. Just for whatever reason, we were fellowshipping before practice, like two hours before, we were all sitting in the dugout hanging out. And goes, hey, if we end up going off the grid for whatever reason, our plan is we're going to meet in this dugout. We're gonna we're gonna go raid CBS. We're gonna get everything we need to, and we're just gonna go camp out. We're like drafting the players that we need, you know, to to be a part of it. Who can who can help us hunt or whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden, COVID actually hit. Like it was a real thing, and you know, it wasn't quite. We were off the grid, but like it kind of became a joke of. We kind of spoke that into existence. Um, so, yeah, we don't so who hope, to blame? We can blame you guys. Yeah, right? For the whole yeah. thing, Right. <laughs> so I hope it's not uh, the same sort of thing with these jerseys. Like if, if we're going to stake this into existence again, that'd be uh, <laughs> right. unreal. Surely right. not, right? Surely no not. Way.
0: Um, no way. No way. Never again.
1: Coach B. Coach B. Um, he has this thing for the gray uniforms. He hates them. Like he, we, we almost never wear them. Um, So we'll see. I don't know what, what we're going to end up wearing, but um, I don't know if that's going to be one of his superstitions or what, but hopefully not. Surely not. These jerseys aren't going to mean anything. Right.
0: That's a crazy question. Right. But does, did that experience when it got taken away from you? I mean, this applies to so many other things in life, right? Not just baseball, but when it got taken away from me now that it's back, is it back to normal yet or are you still in completely, man, it is, I'm so glad we get to do this mode. I mean, is, is that, I know that it's been a year, two years, I guess maybe it's more yeah, I mean, last it has, year.
1: It has been a year and a half now or almost two years. Almost but two years, yeah. um, even the years before this, like it wasn't normal yet. Like I didn't, you know, we were still doing uh, a bunch of, we were following a bunch of different rules that we had to follow and everything like that. Um, so I would say, it does feel, you know, like we're actually back to normal now. It feels like um, we're playing baseball like we should be, and, and there's not very many restrictions and whatever. Um, but at the same time, I do feel like a little kid just wanting to play again. Like, I feel like we finally we waited two years. Like, it's time. We finally got to do it. So now we actually get to play out. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of excitement this year for sure.
0: That's great. Um, really appreciate the time. I know we got a busy a stretch. I don't know how, what we'll do about next week with the Tuesday Wednesday game, but we'll figure it out. And um yeah. you guys go on the road next weekend, so. Um, Can't wait for that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be kind of a, a, a different uh, storyline for us to talk about. So, uh, listen. Best of luck tomorrow, obviously, and then uh, best of luck this weekend and into next week. And look forward to talking to you again soon.
1: I appreciate you. Thank you so much.